What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It is Monday, December the 11th in the year of the Lord, 2023. Exactly two weeks until Christmas. This is episode 986 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College, my co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. Why, they'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. Let me tell you something. We've got another great show for you here today. Joining us live on uh, the uh, Spence Automotive guest line here in just a few moments. That's right. I've already got text messages flowing in. We're only a minute into the show. This is awesome. I love it. Say hello to me, everybody, because it is Monday. Uh, uh, there you go. There you go. Hey, uh, <laughs> joining me live on the Spence Automotive guest line in less than 20 minutes will be our regular Monday guest. He's the Dean of ENC sports talk host. He's also the host of the drive with Mark Panicelli, which airs on two, five, two ESPN and one Oh seven point five FM in both Greenville and Newburn. Why? It's our good friend, Mark Panicelli. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, NFL. Uh, I want to get some Army-Navy talk in with him. Carolina Hurricanes, just a bunch of other great stuff. Uh, he he is our, our uh, guy that we can honestly, not that we can't do it with Paul and with Rich and with Mike Martin and with Jason Bryant, uh, our other regular uh, guests here on the show every day, uh, Monday through Friday. I like to call them my co-hosts. You know, they bring a lot to the show. They don't just show up and me ask them questions. They help me co-host the show, too. I think that's what's unique about this show uh, is uh, Monday through Friday, you have a little bit different taste every day. But what Panicelli, hey, Linda Whittington, but what uh, Mark Panicelli uh, brings to the show is just, uh, again, out of out of all our uh, daily guests that we have here Monday through Friday, mostly in our Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday in our first hour. Thursday in our second hour, our regular guests appear. Uh, what Panicelli brings is just a wealth of sports talk. He's the he's the one professional out of all of us that, uh, you know, he's been doing this for a while. I call him the dean of ENC Sports Talk host. He's been doing this since 2007 or so and uh, knows all the ins and outs. When I need advice on something radio-related, He's who I go to because he's been doing this for a long, long time, and I respect the heck out of him. But Mark Panicelli joining us here, like I said, about 20 minutes or so into this first hour. And then we got a treat for you in the second hour. He's a head football coach and athletics director at South Lenore High School. And I know you're going, wait a minute, football season's been over for about a month now or more than a month for uh, our teams here in Lenore County. Uh, not, not so fast, my friend, as Lee Corso would say. Will Harrell's going to be joining us. He is a coach for the 252 team in the 919252 All Star football game. It's going to be taking place at Greenville's John Paul II. 
this Saturday. Uh, so I know we've got a few players that are playing in that from our neck of the woods. I think, and I, guys, I I've been up since uh, five fifteen this morning. Uh, and if you listen to this live, you know it's seven what seven oh four and seventeen seconds right now. All I've been doing is trying to get caught up on uh, everything with uh, our local sports. Uh, that's what I literally have spent an hour and a half on trying to get everything caught up. Uh, hey, Pam Sheffield. Pam Sheffield said, hey. Hey, Merry Christmas, Pam Sheffield. Uh, I hope you're having a nice, safe drive into work this morning. There you go. Uh, man, squirrel. Uh, but uh, listen, Will Harrell, he's going to tell us about the uh, 919-252 game. Oh, I was telling you, uh, man, it's just, you would not believe with all our basketball teams playing Friday night, with all our hometown heroes participating, LCC playing, it's just, it, it's been a flurry. I think I'm going to, Linda, I'm going to have to change up my, my pre-show plan and start doing stuff on Sunday to get it ready instead of trying to get it all ready uh, Monday morning because it's it's almost impossible. Like I said, I went about an hour and 45 minutes straight getting this show ready for you this morning. Dear listener, Pam Sheffield, just for you, okay? Well, not just for you, but uh, you're one of the main ones that I got it. And Mark Panicelli checking in. Everybody, check in with me, guys. I need to hear it this morning. Uh, Greg Clemens, are you listening? I need to know. Keith Spence, you tuned in. Let me know. Oh, let me take a sip of water here real quick. I'm a little too, uh, a little, uh, I'm not caffeinated. I'm a little too excited for this Monday morning. But we're going to have Will Harrell joining us here in our second hour. Uh, and like I said, a ton of stuff to catch up with him. He's got a new basketball coach, boys basketball coach, girls basketball coach. They've got wrestling going on down there in his athletic director hat. Uh, as a football coach, like I said, the uh, 919-252 game that's going to be taking place at John Paul II this Saturday. Uh, man, just a lot of stuff Will Harrell's got going on. We'll catch up with all that stuff with him in our second hour. So there you go. Those are our guests for today. Mark Panicelli in our first hour. Will Harrell in our second hour. And it's going to be a fun, fun show. Man, I got to tell you, speaking of the weekend, what a fun weekend uh, that uh, we had this week. That we had uh, Linda and I, we did the basketball double-double on Saturday. Went to Greenville and saw an ECU men's basketball team. Dude, Spence, thank you for checking in, my friend. Uh, that's I, I need this. This is cool. On a Monday morning, uh, all, all my all my buddies, everybody checking in here. Let's see. Pam Sheffield, Keith Spence. Where you at, Greg Clemens? I'm, I'm counting on you. I need to hear from you here, man. But thank you, Spence. Greg Clemens, got you dialed in. Merry Christmas to you, too. Man. This is awesome, dude. This, 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 this is really, really cool. Keith King, are you listening? Who, by the way, is going to be making his Brian Hanks show debut uh, this week. He is going to be coming in tomorrow morning. Uh, he will be our guest in the second hour. Uh, Richard Clark in our first hour. We got Man, we've already got this thing sketched out through Thursday this week. Mike Martin and John Marshall in our first hour on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to try to get, uh, uh, Keith King. There you are. He's in too. Good Lord. This is awesome. Uh, but it's going to be a fun week, fun week here on the show. Let's get you caught up on uh, what happened over the weekend. Uh, this is what a, what a great Monday ECU men's basketball. They fell to six and four. Uh, I, I told you, Linda and I, we just had a great weekend Saturday in particular. Uh, we were out at ECU for that, uh, 68 to 62 
Lost at home versus South Carolina, but man, what a great crowd. Got to hang out with our good friend Danny Rice and his beautiful wife, Johnny, and uh, watch that game. Man, do not be fooled. Do not think 68-62 South Carolina. It must have been uh, a middling game. No, no, no. ECU actually led that game. I believe it was 61-60 to with about a minute and a half left, and it was still just a one-point game uh, under a minute to go. And uh, South Carolina just uh, ran away with it there in that final minute. Here's what's crazy about that. Like I said, it was a one-point game with less than a minute to play, but the spread, you know, Vegas always knows you are listening to the uh, Vegas Sports and Information Network, VSEN, here on uh, 960 betonthebullcom Man, the spread closed at five-and-a-half points with uh, South Carolina favorite. I'm like, man, they, especially during that last minute, I'm like, uh, hey, James Wilson, good morning to you too, man. Good morning, Mr. James. Man, I, I love this. What a, what a great Monday morning. Uh, but uh, it was a one-point game, less than a minute to go between South Carolina and East Carolina. And uh, wouldn't you know it, <laughs> South Carolina just scores some points late. They end up winning by six. They beat the spread. That is incredible. How about that? Uh, and South Carolina beat the spread again. It was a uh, back and forth two point three point game. ECU led a lot in the second half, and wouldn't you know, South Carolina came back and uh, beat the spread in that game. Just crazy, crazy that uh, that they did that. Then uh, Linda and I we went. We stayed for the entire game, which if you know Linda. That is uh, quite the accomplishment in and of itself. And then we uh, beat feet to LCC. We got there with about 10 minutes left in the first half. And uh, it was only about a one-point game. That's right, Shelly Barnes. It was only about a one-point game when we got there. Uh, LCC was clinging to the lead. Jacques Passeleg was already at the game. And, uh, golly, people still checking out. I love this. I absolutely love this. Uh, hey, Greg Clemens, I'll get to your thing here in a second. And that is good. We'll get to that here in a moment. Uh, but like I said, we got to LCC, uh, the Lancers hanging on to about a one point lead. And all we needed to do was show up Linda and I, because they blew it away after that. They won by 23 in a game. They led by as much as 29 in the second half. They beat a good Catawba Valley community college team, 84 to 61. How about Clarence Burton? He came off the bench for the Lancers. Former Kinston star and scored 20 points for the Lancers. Four other Lancers were in double figures. Trey Lewis and Deshaun Hooker had 14 points each, and they both finished with uh, double-doubles too because uh, Trey Lewis had 14 points and 15 rebounds. Deshaun Hooker uh, had uh, 10 points and – or I'm sorry, 14 points and 10 rebounds. Uh, Deontay Joseph had 13 points for the Lancers. Aiden Eller had 12 points for the Lancers. So five players in double figures for the Lancers. Uh, and then how about Ray Mitchell? He had 14 points to go with his nine points. He was one point shy of a double-double himself, man. They look good. That's the best we've seen. Uh, I think that was the fifth LCC game I've seen this year already. They're seven and three. So I've seen half their games this year. By far the best game they've played all year. I mean, and not even close, especially. I don't know if it was the best game altogether because, again, we didn't get there until about 10 minutes left in the first half. But I'm telling you, the second half was as good a second half and as good a half as the Lancers have played all season long. Uh, they've got three games left before Christmas, and uh, the first one is tomorrow at home against Guilford Tech. 
That game is at 6 o'clock. We plan on being there. They take on Mid-Atlantic Christian at 6 o'clock on Friday. I will not be there for that because I'll be at the Kenston game Friday night. Then they finish out their pre-Christmas schedule at Southwest Virginia a week from uh, tomorrow on Tuesday, uh, December the 19th. That game, <laughs> that game will be uh, at Southwest Virginia. Man, I love this. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody checking in. Richard Clark checks in. Uh, Forrest Dawson, Mr. Dawson, Bucklesbury's checking in, and he even adds a ho, ho, ho this morning. So uh, I love this, man. I man, I can't do this every morning, but, man, I love this. Uh, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Howard Woolley has checked in. Uh, man, we've 10 or 11 people checking in this morning. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys rock. Uh, and, uh, Mr. Clement said too, we, we'd been promoting it. We had uh Shiver person here on the phone with us uh, or not on the phone. What am I saying? He was in here live in the studio last week too, to talk about the uh, Christmas event that, uh, the down East wood ducks put on, uh, on Thursday and Friday night. And he said it was, let me, what was it? He said exactly here. Yeah. Da, da, da. He was told they had a great turnout for the festivities at Granger stadium Thursday and Friday too. So uh, good to hear that. And I know Linda and I, we were going to try to make it out there Friday night. We ended up not making it that way. There's a, we're old and it's hard for us to get to everything. And in fact, I had to have a day off yesterday. Uh, and I, I'll share a little bit about that. We've been having folks over to uh, watch football with us on Sundays. You know, I've got the, you know, the YouTube, uh, league pass, uh, package and everything. So we watch all the games. Couldn't do it, man. I needed a day off after how crazy last week was. Linda and I were in wedding mode. You know, we get married. That's right. 19 days from today, two weeks from Saturday. Uh, me and my sweet Linda, we get married. So I'm very, very excited about that. And uh, so we just needed a day off yesterday. So that's what we did. We just uh, relaxed and uh, and uh, watched football all day yesterday. And I just vegged out watching. At one time, I had seven games up in front, six or seven games in front of me in the one o'clock hour. So uh, listen, again, thank you to everybody for checking in. Let's jump right back. Right, listen, White Christmas, uh, it is now over, over at LCC. Nothing but just rave reviews for it, too. It, it was fun all weekend watching my Twitter feed and my Facebook feed of everybody talking about Linda, you're not old. I agree. Okay. I'm old. Linda's not old, but I am, but, uh, Hey, uh, thank you all so much for turning out for white Christmas. Uh, just the, the talented crew that they had out there. It was just amazing. And, uh, again, it was so much fun. My, my Facebook feed, that's all it really was this weekend. It seemed like was, uh, pictures and everything from white Christmas and, uh, man, just tons of people out there for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, turning out to that. Uh, listen, NBA in season, the Lakers won that on Saturday, one twenty three to one Oh nine over the Indiana Pacers. <sighs> that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. But hey, congratulations to my Lakers friends. I'm sure I've got some somewhere. So there you go with that. Let's get you caught up on high school. I'll tell you what, before we do that, let's thank the title sponsor of the Brian Hank show. It is, is Lenore community college. For more than 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission 
is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit the website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kinston, Snow Hill, or Trenton. Find out how you can change your life today. And, yes, things are winding down at LCCs. They're getting ready to go into Christmas. But, but, Richie Honeycutt will tell you this. Spring registration underway right now. Classes begin January the 8th, Monday, January the 8th. Uh, so, uh, like I said, call 252-527-6223. Visit their website, lenorecc.edu. <coughs> or even better yet, visit one of the beautiful campuses and you can find out how you can change your life today. Uh, again, LCC, I've been with us since the very beginning. Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks over at LCC, we really, really do appreciate them. Can't believe I talked about the LCC basketball game and didn't bring up my good friend uh, Ricky Whaley. He was just awesome on the mic, uh, again, as he always is. Uh, so, uh, thank you, Ricky, for everything that you do too, but thank you to LCC for being one of our day one sponsors along with UNC Lenore healthcare, Goeco. Oh man. And I've got to get this right. It's not Goeco office. <laughs> you know what? Keith Spence, you're absolutely right. Uh, the Lakers won for, uh, Junius actually Junius is a, uh, Denver Nuggets fan. So, uh, I'm not sure he's much of a Lakers fan. He might be though, but Keith, I appreciate you jumping in there on that. Hey, uh, it's not Goe It's Goeco technology service provider. I'm going to have to put that in my, my game day notes here. Technology service provider, uh, hanging out with our good friend, Jacques Pasolik Saturday at LCC. He gently told me not not in a mean way but gently listen we're not goeco office automation anymore we're technically the name is goeco technology service provider they are a proud sponsor of the brian hank show and have been since day one as has keith spence and spence automotives where i get my car service and where i'm gonna have to take it here in the next little bit i'm about spence i'm about 800 miles over for my oil change. So uh, I've got to get it over there for that. Uh, listen, Woodman Life, they've been a day one sponsor, as has David Moody and Arendelle Parrot Academy. We, uh, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a Rams fan, Spence, uh, but a Denver Nuggets fan too. Oh, uh, he was happy yesterday with that Rams game until it went into overtime. But uh, anyway. Thank you to all our day one sponsors, Parrot Academy, Woodman Life, Spence Automotive, Goeco Technology Service Provider, UNC Lenore Healthcare, and LCC, and then all our other awesome sponsors, Down East Protection Systems, King's Restaurant, the Kenston Police Department, Davis Wholesale Tire, uh, Mills International, uh, Rillo Discount Drugs, uh, Elite Land Management, Chris Hatcher, we love you, dude, Lenore County Public Schools, Lenore Tire and Appliance, and the Down East Wood Ducks, we could not do this show without all those sponsors and please, please, please. When you see them, tell them you heard about them here on the Brian Hanks show. They also help out with our Friday night football coverage. And then beginning in January basketball coverage right here on nine sixty. bet on the bull. You'll be able to listen to Harlan Neal and Barry Stallings as they will be all over Lenore County for about eight weeks. They're going to be at every single school here in Lenore County, Kinston, North, North, South, North, Parrot Academy and Bethel Christian Academy. Uh, they're going to do a game from each one of those. And if I'm, I think Jason Bryant told me this. And Jason, I know you've got the Munchkins, but if you're listening right now, help me. I don't, I 
think they start with Kinston and Southwest Onslow maybe is their first game. I can't remember exactly, but uh, as we get closer to it, I'll, I'll definitely you know let you know. But uh, I believe that is the first game on January 5th is, or uh, I think it's January 5th. Anyway, guys, I'll, as we get closer to it, I'll definitely let you know. But uh, thank you, thank you, thank you to every one of those sponsors who have helped uh, bring the show to you for we are in our fifth year now here on the Brian Hank show. Okay. Uh, high school basketball, man. I can't believe it's time to talk to Panicelli already. And I got to get this in, uh, Kenston boys. They won Friday night, 60 to 51 at West Carteret, uh, Southwest and North of North. Thank you, Jason Bryant. Uh, that'll be our first game in the new year. And, of course, it'll be brought to you by all those sponsors you just heard me talk about. Okay, back to uh, Friday Night Basketball. The Kinston boys, they improved to 4-2 and two overall. They won 60-51 to 51 at West Carteret Friday night. The girls lost a tough one, man, 42-40 to 40 to the Patriots. They fall to 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Two games for Kinston. And here is what you want to talk about a statistical anomaly here. How about Kinston, North Lenore, South Lenore, and uh, Parrot Academy – all, all of those teams uh, are at home all week long. Kenson, North North, South North, Parent Academy. Kenson's got two games. They are home Wednesday against Green Central, and then they open East Central 2A play at home Friday versus James Keenan. North Lenore, they will be at home three times this week. However, they lost 74-56 to at Green Central Friday night. They fell to 2-4, and four, and I just heard from Howard Woolley. They won on Friday night. They improved to 4-2. and two. Uh, against uh, Green Central on Friday night. Like I said, the Hawks there at home three games this week. Tomorrow night versus Southwest Edgecombe. Wednesday versus Aiden Grifton. And Friday versus East Duplin. They'll begin EC2A play. South Anora, uh boys, they lost their third street straight. They fell to 1-6 uh, overall with a 60-47 to loss to undefeated Aiden Grifton Friday night in deep run. The girls won, though, for South Lenore. With a 41 to 24 win, they improved to three and five. Uh, South Lenore has two home games this week. Uh, they'll have Dixon tomorrow night, and then they open EC2A play with Southwest Onslow on Friday. Uh, the girls will then be off until Friday, January the 5th at Wallace Rose Hill, but the boys will take on Lakewood December 28th. Uh, Parrot Academy, uh, their boys uh, and girls, neither one played Friday night. They are home versus Raleigh St. David's Friday, and then they're off until the new year. Bethel, uh, the, uh, let me get back to Parrot for a second. The boys are 3-3, three and three, the girls are 0-6. Oh Bethel Christian Academy, their boys fell to 3-5 and five with a 55-33 to 33 loss to uh, Southside out of Clayton on Friday. The girls won, though. They won their second straight. Uh, they're now 2-3. and three. They won 33-23. The boys play at Wilson Community Christian today. And then both teams will be uh, from Bethel will be at Pamlico Christian tomorrow, then home versus Lexington Union Grove Christian Saturday. Those are their final games before the Christmas break. Green Central, you heard us talk about them. They improved to two and three with a 74 to 56 win against North Lenore on uh, Friday night. Uh, like I said, they're now two and three. Uh, the girls, the Green Central girls lost. Uh, against uh, North Lenore on Friday. Uh, the Rams have three games this week. They're home versus Wilson-Benningfield tomorrow night. They're at Kinston Wednesday. Then they're home for North Pitt 
uh, in the first Eastern Plains 2A contest Friday. That'll be their final pre-Christmas game of the season. What are we going to talk about next week when all these high school teams are off next week? Aiden Grifton. Hey, man, congratulations to Coach John Moy and the Chargers. They are now 6-0 and after a 60-47 to win at South Lenore Friday night. Their girls, though, fell to 0-6 with a 41-24 to loss. The Chargers are at North Lenore Wednesday. They're home versus West Craven to open EP2A uh, play. Uh, the girls play Martin County a week from today, uh, Monday, December 18th, and they have the other two games, too. Jones Sr., the boys are 5-1. and The girls are 1-5. They are at... Eastern Christian Homeschool in Washington tomorrow, and then they are home versus North Duplin on Wednesday, and then uh, both teams play in a Christmas tournament uh, next week. So we'll have that to talk about. Maybe we'll get their coaches on the air next week. We've not talked to them yet. Uh, Hometown Hero updates before we get our good friend uh, Mark Panicelli up here on the line with us. Man, I'm going to need him to talk. I'm, I'm running out of breath here. Uh, bu- 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 Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans, they, uh, after finishing uh, in the semifinals of the end-season tournament, they are at Minnesota tonight. They're at Washington Wednesday, and then they are at Charlotte Friday, and then at San Antonio Sunday. Four games now in the next six days. Uh, Reggie Bullock and the Houston Rockets, they won their first road game of the season at Denver. At Denver Friday night, 114-106. to uh, they, uh, are, they have a busy, uh, week too. They are home versus San Antonio tonight. They are, uh, home versus Memphis on Wednesday, Friday at Memphis, Friday at Memphis, and then Sunday at Milwaukee, uh, Damian Dunn. And now the number three ranked Houston Cougars, Damian Dunn's about to be on a number one team in the country. How about that? Uh, they had a home win against Jackson state Saturday. They won 89 to 55. Uh, Damien came off the bench, played 16 minutes, had five points and a rebound. They are off until Saturday when they take on Texas A&M. Dontrez Styles in Georgetown. I'll get that result here for you here in a second. Uh, how about Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon, Amaji Dot of Winston-Salem State? Seven and three after Sunday's 71-67 to overtime win. That was only their second home game of the season. They played 10 games. Only uh, two of them have been at home. They beat Clarion, like I said, in overtime, 71-67. to All three started again for the Rams. IP, uh, his worst shooting game of the year as he went one for 12 from the field, but finished with four points, two rebounds, six assists, and two steals. He played 40 of the 45 minutes for Winston-Salem State. Maji Dodd had his best game of the year as he had 19 points, nine rebounds. One assist and three blocks in 35 minutes, and then Jeremy had his breakout game of the year so far to this point. He played 39 minutes, the most minutes he's played in a game all season long. Nine points, two rebounds, one assist, one block, two steals. They're at Bowie State on uh, Thursday as they'll return to CIAA play, and then they finish the pre-Christmas part of their season at Lincoln University in Pennsylvania. That'll be a week from Saturday. Goodness gracious, I think I got it all in, Mark Panicelli. I mean, I don't know. I can't see your notes <laughs> from here, but it sounded like you got all of it. It really so. did, didn't it? Well, you know what? The one that I didn't get, dude, hey, listen, in my defense, dude, I started at 5.15 this morning, dude. I mean, 5.15 is we're doing this live, uh, what, an hour and 45 minutes before we started? I did take the puppy dog outside and let her do, you know, make make her peas and poos. But other than that, dude, I was sitting right here in front of my computer the entire time. You really wanted to know about Molly's peas and poos, didn't you? I did. 
I mean, I have a I have a journal in my house that I keep <laughs> for such things. Dude, but that's, um, that's kind of messed know, up, dude. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, for every I I have one for all my pet, my friends' pets. You know, so <laughs> one of my little quirks. I love. Actually, it. no. Someone's probably believing that, and I don't, just in case. I, or, Someone doesn't get that. By the way, Merry Christmas, first and foremost. And we're two weeks away, so I think I can officially say play all the Christmas music you want now, people. Uh, I hope you have your tree up uh, and all that stuff, but Merry Christmas. Two weeks from today, my friend. If you're not ready, you better start getting ready. It's a, right? Are you Dude, ready? I got to tell you, my big thing has been – uh, well, you know, one of your regular guests, Paul Whittington, you know, they had a little boy, Levi, who I guess just turned three months old. And so I've just been, I've never done this before, man. I've just been in a buying frenzy. Okay. And I mean, that's <laughs> dude. Every time I see something that's good, dude, I bought him a little Mustang, dude, a little Mustang that he can, you know, when he gets to where he can stand and all that, he can push around. It's a little bouncy car too. And it's like a three-way, one of those little three-way things where you can stand in it and bounce up and down. And then at, at one point he'll be able to start walking in it and push it around. And it's awesome. So dude, I have bought him, dude, I've bought that kid more than I've bought anybody, even, even Linda dude over the last, uh, <laughs> three months or so. So to say I've got my, and then instead of just continuously giving him stuff, Linda's like, you know, you ought to put some of this stuff back and let it be Christmas, which was a, a genius idea. So dude, he's already got, I don't even know how I bet you Linda spent $2,000 on him, dude. She's bought him so much stuff between outfits and toys. And awesome. let me tell you something, dude, that kid ain't, ain't that kid is never going to want for anything. Okay. Well, and this is Eastern North Carolina where an occasional ain't is okay. Just so uh, you're aware, but, uh, yeah, I love it. And, uh, definitely do it in a few years. Cause he's not going to remember, you know, any of this, this is all for y'all. And that, well, what I, what I envision hey, as a father, that, as a father, you, you can understand that. <laughs> I absolutely can. I absolutely can. So, and do enjoy it. Cause, uh, it, it goes by so fast, but all I could think when you were telling this story was let's fast, let's flash forward 20 years from now, an angry Paul Whittington where he's like, no son of mine. And she's like, and he's like, it's Brian's fault. And then Samantha goes, he's still your son. Even if he drives a Ford. <laughs> so- <laughs> Dude, I, oh, from your lips to God's ears. Okay. Oh yes. Oh my God, that would just be so awesome! Uh, I, I, if I can turn, oh dude, when I hold him, I whisper, "Wahoo wah, wahoo wah, <laughs> wahoo wah." You think I'm joking, don't you? The corruption that happens, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I don't know. You know, trust me, I, I'm, I, I, I revealed on this show to you a few weeks ago that uh, my my kids have all now revealed their fandom, and somehow my father's influence—he's not even with us anymore uh they've uh two of them are eagles fans like i mean somehow he was whispering eagles crap to them <laughs> just like you're doing and somehow they're like i'm sorry dad must follow eagles <laughs> so, dude that i don't know why because i can't stand the eagles don't get a twist and believe me believe me <laughs> i appreciate and love the uh uh the dolphins i mean with linda being a dolphins fan and me having two on like three of my fantasy teams and jalen waddle and all that 
but dude, there's something that warms my heart, man, to hear that, you know, I mean, the influence of your pops from up high influencing his grandchildren. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool, dude. Ha ha ha. Funny. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's great. It's great. Uh, you know, um, but, uh, but it's great. So keep working on, on Levi. And then it makes me think, so wait, 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 wait. So let's, let's have an official production meeting in the middle of a show. Okay. So we can bore people to death. Cause I just want to know for personal reasons. So we're two weeks away from Christmas. And as you mentioned, I think we're 19 days away from, uh, that's right. So, um, what's the last week of the, so I'm thinking two weeks from now you're off, right? You're not doing a radio show on Christmas day. What's the, are you off that? Are you off the week before, uh, the week after? What is the, what's going to be the, um, the, itin- the work itinerary for the last week of the year and the first week of next year. You know what? This is perfect because Jason is listening to By the way, Jason gave me some really good – Jason, thank you. Gave me some really good advice on uh, uh, saving me some time because I – anyway, we'll get to that uh, when I have him on on Thursday. But he's listening now, so we can, you're right. We can do this right now. I got to tell you, the way everything is working out right now, Mark, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Let me get your advice here, and Jason can throw his in here, too. Doesn't mean I'll take either one of y'all's advice, but hey, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it, okay? <laughs> but the okay. way it's working out right now, tentatively, I had planned on the week of Christmas taking it off. Uh, what? Uh, you know, Christmas, like you said, two weeks from today on Monday, and then just mm-hmm. taking that week off. Uh, dude, it's really cool, man. Uh, they're uh, honoring me up at the Holiday Invitational. You know, I just, last year was my last time doing it in 17 years and then 15 years being the media director two years being the assistant media director so they're honoring me one night up there dude they're gonna bring me out on the court and you know and you know that thing at halftime that nobody pays attention to because they're all you know at the concession stand or going to the bathroom you know they you know how they do at games and they bring people out of mid-court and honor them and nobody really cares because you know they're looking at their phones or all that they're gonna do that for me dude at the holiday invitational awesome (laughs) i have a way that you can spice that up by the way but for Let's finish this Christmas thing. Let's not get sidetracked. You're Let's right. Well, so, well, well, they're doing ahead. that the week of Christmas, so I, I don't know what okay. day that is yet. They're supposed to get back to me and let me know what day I'm supposed to be coming up for that. So that is the week of Christmas, and I thought, you know what, with that going on, and, I mean, the wedding on you know the 30th, I'm like, I may need to just mm-hmm. take that week off to get ready. But here, and if I do that, and then, the, uh, dude, definitely the following week, go ahead and go ahead and put it in your annals of uh, – of, uh, 252 ESPN, I am definitely taking off the week, uh, the first week of the year. What well, from uh, January sure. 1st? Because, uh, dude, we're going on a honeymoon, man. We're going on a cruise. No, I, I yeah, would assume. Yeah. I would assume. <laughs> if, you, if you were getting ready to hit me with, well, I'm thinking about coming back and doing a show on New Year's, I was going <laughs> to. But, but, no, no okay, we'll so be yeah, on a boat. Try and check okay. this out, dude. We're sailing out of Baltimore. We're going to be on a ship. Uh, on New Year's Eve, dude, I've never been on a cruise on New Year's Eve. I can't wait to see what that's going to be like. But here's the quandary that I have. Uh, so tentatively, if I take that week of Christmas off, the week of New Year's off, then uh, then when I get back on Monday, January the 8th, and then uh, that Friday, January the 12th, dude, one, it's like three big things. Jan- Friday, January the 12th, that would be my 1,000th show, Okay. Wow. How about that, dude, would be that Friday. It's also my 55th birthday, okay, on Friday, January 12th. Dude, but wait, there's more. 
<laughs> I love it. Uh, I, I Chris Hatcher and I and a few others were being inducted. I don't know if you don't know, but George Whitfield has uh, been hosting his George Whitfield baseball camp and Hall of Fame that he does for uh, people in Eastern North Carolina. Uh, dude, I'm being inducted in that that Friday night, Friday January the twelfth, uh, in That's Goldsboro. Awesome. Yeah, dude, it's kind of cool, man. I don't think I'm old enough to be in Halls of Fame yet, but. Uh, that'll be two now I've been inducted in, in the last three months, dude, which would be kind of cool. But that's what I'm saying. If I, if I take that week of, uh, Christmas, the week of new year's come back on Monday, January the 8th, and the five shows I do that week, <coughs> that means that that Friday, January 12th will be my 1000th show. But here's my quandary, dude. There's so much going on that week of, uh, after Christmas, I'm really thinking about working one day that week. Okay. Okay. I'm serious. Like at Wednesday, what? One day. One day, dude. That Wednesday, January, Wednesday, December 27th. And that way, when I get back off the cruise, I can take that Monday, January the 8th off. So what do you think? Should I work that work one day, uh, the week of Christmas? Like I said, maybe the Wednesday, uh, January 27th or Thursday, January 28th, and then take Monday, January 8th off. So, you know, I'll have a little bit of buffer zone between driving back from uh, Baltimore and all that, or should I just do the way I've got it planned now and just take the whole week off of uh, Christmas, the whole week off of New Year's, and then come back on Monday, January 8th? Your, what do you think? is? Can you process all that, Mark Panicelli? Oh, I, I processed it a long time ago. I quit listening a while ago. <laughs> and <laughs> as, as probably a lot of people have known my life. <laughs> but, no, in all seriousness, um, <clears throat> Uh, remind me off the air, I'll tell you the the joke about the father and son bull who were standing and looking at the field of, of cows. Uh, and anyways, I'm going to fast forward because I can't tell that joke on the radio. But I will say, why don't you just take both days off? So uh, <laughs> that's sort of my uh, my thought there. Uh, but But again... You, whatever, you know, you've got to work this out in your situation. But if you're asking me, the week before is going to be so hectic. It's the week after Christmas, which has its own hecticness. And then, as you were talking about, it's the week before you're getting married and uh, you're getting honored. And, but, but certainly you can do a show. I mean, I, but, uh, but, but again, as I said, one day. You know, on a in a busy, busy time, as, as you well know, it's a a busy time for a lot of people. But anyway, um, Brian, I think either one of those is good. <laughs> well, good. Well, Jason chimed in; he is listening. Oh, also, he said, "Tell Mark I'll call him while I'm on the boat. You two could do a show together, and that would ruin the January 12th thing for me." But, but see, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't count that I, because I didn't host it. So uh, maybe I'm already one off already. Uh, and he said, ask Mark from a radio standpoint, I can't come back and do one show in the middle of my vacation. Yeah. He told me to do a uh, December 26th. And the cool thing about this too, is Linda's son who lives in Arizona, Clay is going to be in town. He's actually going to be staying right. here with us. So he could come in and do uh, a show with me either on that Tuesday or Wednesday. <clears throat> and that way I could take that Monday off. So dude, I got to tell you, man, uh, I, I'm, uh, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Two five two producer. I'll let you know though. Okay. And definitely, uh, uh, Jason Bryan, I'll let you know too. 
Uh, but uh, I, I like I said, man, I haven't decided yet. But I've got to make it still line up where January twelfth is my one thousand show, dude. Jamie Presley's going to come on the show, dude. How about that? Nice, yeah, nice, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know, yeah, love love some Jamie Presley. Anyway, dude, she's nice. It, it, I've had you on though for thirteen and a half minutes. We've not talked about anything, dude. <laughs> this has been no. the show about nothing. We have not. Uh, but really quickly, before you move on, if you'd like to make your halftime presentation more spicy where people aren't paying attention, okay. when they give you the mic, if they give you a moment for you to say 14 seconds of things, or better yet, if they don't give you the mic, it's better, go grab it and go WWE style and just start proclaiming that you're the greatest media coordinator in the history of the John Wall tournament. Like, just start being total black hat villain. Just start screaming. Don't use <laughs> profanities. You know, keep it real wrestling, you know, real. But uh, that would spice it up at the very least. People would. And then, you know, what do you have to lose? You've already decided not to do it anymore. So. Yeah. Well, I'll go wait. I'm assuming. I'm assuming they're going to give me a plaque or something, you know. So I got to wait. I got to wait. You until... go all Kyle Bush and break it. Like, break <laughs> it over your knee. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. I got to wait till they hand it to me because if I go all uh, nature boy on them before they hand right. me the plaque, I may not get the plaque, you know. You're right. You're right. You're right. Not, <laughs> I would not encourage any of this. This is just. Fun and games, ha, ha, ha. Brian's going to smile, and he's going to look, and someone's going to take his picture, and everybody will like his post on on, on the Facebook. There so, you go. There that's you awesome. Go. But congratulations, man. Well, that is thank awesome. thank you, man. No, it, I, Bill Sewell and Webb Wellman and those folks, I, I really do appreciate them. I mean, they're the ones that's putting this thing together. And like I said, listen, I've done so many of those, and I've watched so many of those, as have you through the years, too. You know, I mean, there'll be uh, six people in that gym of 3,500 who will care, you know? I mean, every, like I said, everybody else is going to be looking at their phone or, you know, getting them a pretzel or uh, going to the bathroom during that time. But you know what? It'll mean something to me and Linda. And, and uh, you know, hey, uh, 17 years. Uh, who's, of, uh, who's this Ryan Spanks guy? There, there's somebody <laughs> at the concessions no, there. No, no, no. Even worse <laughs> than that, if Charlie Casey's listening right now or Jonathan or anybody, <laughs> it would be Byron Shanks. You know the Byron Shanks yes, story, right? I do. I know, uh, I know the story very well. I know the story very well. Oh, my they God. They would love that. That would be the greatest thing ever in the world to them. Uh, even more so if somehow they put that on the plaque. Dude, they, you know how much I would love plaque, that? Do you know how much I would love that? That would probably mean more to me than it would with just Brian C. Hanks on there or whatever, you know? Right. Oh, my God. You do, did, I awesome. did tell you when I got back, and I'm, we're not going to go down that road of telling that story again, but they did. You know how you have the little placard on your door? You know, yes, little on the door. Yes, yeah. Yes, when I got back, good. I had a Byron Shanks. I've still got it here in my office here somewhere, dude, my Byron Shanks <laughs> placard, man. Anyway, Mark Panicelli. Uh, yeah, Jason is right. Jason's like, uh, we've got to get off this inner workings of radio because uh, I don't know, though. I think and he, there's too much of it, but a little taste of it here and there. And I think folks like that, don't you? I mean, they like to know what we do sure. behind the scenes. Listen, it's not like anything. Nobody's not doing at work today, right? Where it's like, what do you think? Should I take the whole week off after Christmas <laughs> and, or, uh, or come back or whatever? And, you know, it's like, you know, 
I think you should talk to HR is what you should do. That's what you should so. do. But Jason's right. <laughs> Two or three minutes of it is fine. Let's see. Uh, 17 minutes of it. Maybe a little bit too much. Mark Fancelli uh, joining us here. Uh, he is the dean of ENC Sports Talk hosts, and uh, he is joining us right now. His Dolphins playing. Okay, you got to explain. We got it. We're, I guess we'll probably be just really NFL heavy here until the top of the hour. Uh, dude, why is it, why is the NFL giving us two Monday night games here on December 11th, this far into the season, dude, did you, do you know the reason? Cause I don't know. And I'm not asking that to set you up because I know, I don't know. Why are we getting two? We got Titans dolphins tonight, which is going to be a dog game because I think, I think your dolphins are going to roll. They're only 13 and a half point favorites in that game. And then we have Packers giants after that. A six and six team against a four and eight team. I mean, don't get it twisted. I'll watch it. I've got, believe me, I've got some fantasy implications here too. <laughs> fantasy football implications going into tonight's games. But why? Why do we have two Monday night games fourteen weeks into the season, Mark? Because now's the time. If you've not already been saturated with the NFL, get ready because. While college football is going to start the bowl season on Saturday, the NFL not only has two games tonight, but they have three games coming up on Saturday. In fact, the next couple of weekends are going to be multiple weekend days for the NFL. It's just that time of year, as you know, that, uh, that we get these extra games. This was already planned uh, earlier, I guess, before the season had started. Um, but I guess it worked out well once the writers still going on at the beginning of the football season. ABC didn't have anything on, so they actually started carrying Monday Night Football again, which, wow, uh, by the way, is the most highest-rated program on network television on Monday, if you can imagine that. Um, so anyways, the, um, I think it's just a part of the, you know, it, it, a saturation of the – it's 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 ultimately what's pushed college football into coming up with this playoff, um, despite the fact that the second rating the second rated television program in the next few weeks is going to be a college football game. Um, you know, the, the fact is college football knew that it needed to spice things up. I think a little bit because it takes such a backseat to the NFL in these next couple of weeks because the NFL pulls away its restrictions from playing on Saturdays or just one game on Monday. Um, I think on the week of Christmas, we may have games on like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So uh, it's just a part of the, uh, the NFL's ability to basically dictate whenever it wants to be on television because it's the most watched television uh, on television. Hey, dude. Put it straight into my veins, baby. That's all I care about, man. And, uh, <laughs> I, hey, dude, for all the stupid stuff that happens in the game, man, and there is, I mean, I have definitely, did you watch the uh, Chiefs game yesterday? I did. The I Chiefs saw Bills angry Pat, Pat Mahomes yesterday. Well, I want angry, to talk about that. Angry Patrick that, Mahomes. That is one of my things we're going to talk about here in the next few minutes, but. Dude, it doesn't matter what they do. And I'm talking about the NFL. I mean, even something – well, I'll give my opinion on it here in a moment. But, dude, I'm always going back, man. They could – I mean, you've got murderers. You've got, you know, people making stupid decisions and doing stupid stuff for uh, the – you know, that are part of these teams. But, 
Mark Panicelli, I will always go back. I mean, if there's one constant that we've seen, I mean, you know, NASCAR has gone up and down. The NBA, I think, is on the way back. And, dude, the in-season tournament, another thing I wanted to talk to you about, it was just an absolute hit. But, dude, the one constant over the past, what, 30 years, 35 years, you cannot kill the NFL, dude. No. I mean, it's – I don't know, man. It's just the perfect – uh, it, it is it is America's pastime right now. It, really it is, is what it is what we we live for. It is and it, and and so many sports, you know. I, and again, I, I know I've tried to do something similar, and it's just for whatever reason that it it is it is in its sweet spot of existence. I mean, you're right. It it could. Gosh, I hate. I was trying to come up with a better example. So please, if anybody's listening to this, please listen to the whole thing. And I'm going to say that after I say this, it's going to sound so horrible. The NFL could back over a child with a car and everybody would be okay with it. You know, and I, I say that tongue in cheek, please listen to me tongue in cheek. I, I I would never, I, I don't think anybody would be okay with that, but that's what it feels like. It feels like no matter what the situation is, the NFL will continue to get bigger and and richer and more powerful and um and and I'm with you. I can't turn away from it either. I mean I I'm with you. I'll get mad about officiating, I'll get mad about certain things, but I I cannot get enough of it. And I am literally like a lot of people panicking if you started to look at your calendars and go because you noticed this week we had no college football other than Army Navy. That makes you go, oh gosh it's not going to be long before there is no football period uh, where we won't have uh, any football. And so I think maybe that's part of it. It goes away just long enough for you to miss it so terribly. And then it's, it's, it's here and then it's gone so fast again. Um, and, it, and it checks all the boxes. We love watching it. It's a great TV sport. It's great to go attend. And, you know, you can, you know, you can do so many things with it. So it's a great fantasy sport. It works great during the week because it gives us a whole week to talk about matchups. Um, because I think that buildup is always good, don't you? I mean, we, we, we'll go from recapping what just happened to what's going to happen uh, in the span of the next couple of days. And it's just football is America's beloved pastime. It's what baseball used to be. And and and, and, and now he is. You so, are absolutely football. right, and I want to bounce into that for a second here. And again, that voice list through Mark Panicelli, the host of the Drive with Mark Panicelli, Monday through Friday, five to six p.m. on two five two ESPN one hundred seven point five uh, in Greenville and uh, Newburn. And I want you know, as you you know, baseball claims you know as a national pastime, it is definitely not that anymore. In fact, I'm not so sure it's not number. It's definitely number three. It's no higher than uh, number three because I think the NBA is ahead of it. I'm positive, of course, the NFL isn't. Heck, college football and college basketball might even be ahead of it now. But I think the appeal Yeah, they of, can still pay somebody $700 million, by the way. So anyway. Good God, go dude. Is that <laughs> – did you see that meme going around? And I should have sent it to you, right? Maybe you were – I'm a – and you are too. I know we're parts of eight or nine different text chains and message chains and all this. And somebody sent it. Heck, it might have even been you, Panicelli, that sent it out of uh 
the concession prices at uh, Dodger Stadium next year it was like thousand dollar beers, two thousand dollar, <laughs> two thousand dollar hot dogs. Because somehow they got to pay for Otani, okay? But uh, oh yeah. But but I've got to get a minute or two of this, and this is almost an off season kind of talk thing. But I think it's worth it. I think the reason baseball was so good was we didn't have anything else competing. Did we didn't have the internet? We didn't have satellite with five hundred channels. No. We didn't have all that. I mean, when baseball in its heyday. Yes, it was every day because we needed something to fill that time. People yeah. needed baseball to, you know, to talk about and go to. Now baseball's become, you know, I mean, it's no more important than your phone is. It's no more important than uh, your iPad or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. And I think that's why baseball was so popular in the, well, heck, definitely in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, but even into the 70s and 80s and yeah. early 90s because we didn't have the Internet, dude. Well, yeah, I think I think that had a lot to do with it for sure. Um, you know, back then we didn't have, you know, we didn't have sports on. You know, twenty four hours we couldn't you couldn't watch every game, um, so you were stuck with the the one game a week or or whatever it was in most sports. And baseball was even the same. I, I would even dare to say this. You know, uh, baseball when it was because. I was right at that sort of my generation is sort of the turning point. I feel like by the time I was, um, you know, an adult, I felt like football had sort of already kind of grabbed the stranglehold. This was about the time baseball was canceling its seasons and um, people had kind of already made that turn towards football. But I think the American family used to play baseball when, when we, when we were kids, there was, I mean, everybody was playing the, like church softball and yep, you played yep. neighborhood sports outside. And so everybody played baseball. Um, and now I would say the American family watches football. They play fantasy football. Now, I mean, wow. how much do yeah. you think? And, and then think about the success of things like Madden video games, which is one of the most successful uh, video games, which, you know, now we do have fathers and sons that that both play Madden. I think that. You know, that, that's a part of it. I think that baseball was a part of the fabric of us then because we did it in so many ways. Yes, we consumed it as, as fans, but we played it in the neighborhood, you know, as kids and also with our parents. And obviously you're not going to play football with your parents because, you know, that's the physicality. But, you know, you would throw with your dad. But now, like I said, I think the American family does much more of the, of the Maddens and the fantasy footballs. Um, as opposed to, to playing baseball in the backyard or in the neighborhood. So I think that's part of it. So. Uh, listen, we were talking about Otani. No, I, I could not say it any better than you just did right there, dude. You're absolutely right. Check this out. Jason just sent me, and he even, I love when Jason sends me something or, you know, sends me a statement. He'll also uh, screenshot something, send it to me too. Did you know, because I did not know this, when we're talking about Shohei Otani, who just signed a 700 million dollar contract 70 million dollars a year with the la dodgers did you know mark panicelli and he's even sent me the receipt to show me this that 70 million dollars a year is more than uh it's more than eight major league baseball franchises entire payroll did you know that that is it's greater than the gross domestic gross domestic product of like probably 300 countries in the world. I mean, <laughs> well, dude, hey, listen. and you know what this means? Go ahead. Look, you know what this means? 
the next one's going, the next contract, I mean, what's next? The billion-dollar contract. We now have the $700 million contract. And I remember, everybody remember, remember when Herschel Walker went to the USFL for yep. $1 million a year. And, we and that was out. like, whoa, <laughs> $1 million a year. Now, that is minimum wage. That is not even minimum wage in the NFL. Dude, this so, is what gets me, man, is that yeah. it just – and you hear these owners just complain about, oh, we're not making any money, blah, blah, Get the hell out of here with that, dude. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to curse her. Get the heck out of here with that. If you can pay somebody, dude, here are the seven, here are the eight teams, dude. Cleveland, $60 million. Uh, Kansas City, $60 million. Miami, $60 million. The Milwaukee Brewers, $59 million. The Cincinnati Reds, $50 million. Pittsburgh, $54. How about this? Baltimore, Thirty-five million, dude. So they have a third. Their entire major league baseball team is getting paid thirty-five million in Baltimore, and this guy is getting double that by himself, dude. And then uh, Oakland, thirty-six million dollars, dude. That just I can't, Mark. I I can't wrap my mind around it. I really, honest to God. And you were talking about, and that's big in baseball. We're coming up very soon on basketball of uh, players getting a million dollars a game. Think about it, dude. I mean, oh uh, yeah, we're not that far away from that. They're already getting fifty-five, sixty million dollars a season, dude. We are what a year, two years, maybe three years at the outside of somebody getting the first eighty million dollar contract, eighty-two million dollar contract, and getting paid a million dollars a game. Mark Panicelli. And that may be where the, our billion-dollar contract comes from is basketball. Maybe that's where um, whenever maybe some young player becomes available again, is it, you know, is it Giannis? When Giannis, if, if Giannis ever became a free agent, is it Wembenyama in a few years if he decided to, you know, uh, leave San Antonio and he's lived up to the hype and we've got a couple more years under our belts of, of the NBA, because again, this is baseball who is now at, at the, at the very most, depending on, and again, regionally, it's different in different areas, the third or fourth most popular sport, um, in, in, in some markets. And it's still producing a contract like that. And the way like quarterback contracts are running in the NFL. I mean, at what point as we're running close to $500 million for a quarterback now, that will have a billion dollar uh, football player or a billion dollar soccer player. So it's, I, I look, it's, it is insane. Um, and the, the even crazier part is how many championships will that be? The Dodgers have had an insane payroll for over a decade. And I think they've got one championship to show for that. Um, they will probably sell some tickets, which was a good thing. Um, but, uh, but how many championships? which, again, is the story of why he would even go to L.A. What he said was winning was imperative uh, for him in this in that decision. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. $700 million. And Jason says $432,000 a game, and he's only going to be a DH. He's not going to play in the field. So he's going to come <laughs> to bat four times. He said uh, essentially that's $100,000 each at bat. Can you – more oh anyway okay enough of that dude because i definitely got to get some uh nfl talk we've got to talk about what happened in that uh chiefs bills game yesterday man uh 
and this is something I know I said it to Richard Clark. I'm not sure I said it to you, but there's a reason why. And I know, you know, with your, with your children now being Eagles fans, <laughs> dude, I, I can't stand the Eagles, but dude, I love Jalen hurts, man. And I can't explain it. It's almost like, uh, I can't even think of an example off the top of my head. Just teams, teams that I can't stand, but I like their players. Pretty much Carolina. I can't stand Carolina basketball, but I like their players, man, for the most part. And I have, sure. you know, can't stand Carol. You know, you and we've gone in depth. The Forty Niners are like that. They've got great. <laughs> I hate the San Francisco Forty Niners, but Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, they've got a lot Brock of really Purdy. good players. No, no. Um, <laughs> you don't, like, you don't right. like Brock Purdy? Uh, I, 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 want, I like him. I want to like him. But I, I don't know. I don't know if this is some Kyle Shanahan smoking mirror <laughs> stuff with his quarterbacks. You know? But, uh, but dude, is, dude is killing it right now. The 49ers, they look, they look for real. But uh, Chiefs, let's not get sidetracked. Yeah, yeah Chiefs, let's not get sidetracked. Well, I do it every time. It's my fault, too. Uh, Bills end up winning 20-17. But, man, just a well-designed, well-executed play. Uh, uh, Pat Mahomes hits, uh, Travis Kelsey, he, uh, sidles, uh, or, uh, what do you call it? He, uh, uh, laterals, the uh, the ball to, uh, a guy who runs it in and then they call it back because, uh, his feet are, he's one foot over or he's into the neutral zone and all that. This is why, okay, back to, I'm making a long point here. This is why I like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is unflappable. Dude, he cannot be flapped, okay? I, you just, I, yeah. I, I love that about him. Patrick Mahomes has shown, especially yesterday, when he just lost his mind, he's throwing his helmet, and dude, I, he's really not had that much, ad, you know, adversity hit him. He does not do well with adversity, dude, and I think we're beginning to see the true Pat Mahomes now. Your thoughts on all that, dude? Would you have called that? Do you think it was, it was it should have been called? That's my I guess my first question. Should it have been called? Secondly, your thoughts on Pat Mahomes' uh, reaction to the whole thing, and thirdly, are the Bills back? How about that for a uh, for a three questions ooh, for you? That's a that's a lot of stuff there. Uh, you know, the call uh, was you know like a ticky tack. Uh, eh. You know, but but I'll say this: uh, Are the Bills back? I knew they were desperate. That's one of the reasons why I I was thinking that they could have a chance in this game, and because the Chiefs have become this uh, team that are, are not quite the Chiefs of not even last year, but even more so. Look, I, and I'm, I'm going to focus on this Pat Mahomes thing because uh, Patrick Mahomes. I know he doesn't like to be called Pat. But I, I don't know. We could, we could call him Patrick Mac Jones right now. That's why uh, the I way call playing. him that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, and I, look, I'm okay with somebody being emotional and fiery and even angry or whatever. I'm cool with that. I am. But if it's, but if it's, if it's consistent with your character, that's the problem with the okay. way Patrick Mahomes is acting right now. That bothers me is. He has been so calm and cool, even to me in moments where things weren't going that great. I've never seen him this angry and just, you know, it just doesn't, it doesn't even, it looks unnatural. So I don't know how much of that is the guys around him. I don't know if, if Patrick Mahomes himself has changed. He was definitely angry yesterday, obviously with the, with the officiating, but that would concern me more than anything. 
Okay. You know, again, I I think he's super talented. No doubt about it, but. Should, man, the, should the call have been made? Oh, I know. And it was just so out of character. Should you the know, call have been made? Um, well, because I took the Bills uh, plus two and a half, <laughs> yes. Um, but, I mean, again, ticky-tack, you know, I, I can see. But, but again, I've always said you can't put yourself in a situation where you can, even though we know that they could call a penalty on almost any play, every play. Um, I, you know, look, it would have been a, a much better highlight for sure. Um, there's part of me that actually would have probably secretly enjoyed watching the Bills season come to an end uh, as a Dolphin fan. But, um, but as I said, uh, what's the problem with the, with the Chiefs this year is exactly that. They've not really pulled away from anybody. They're not, they're not the scary Chiefs anymore. I, I, I don't think they're scared. And the more these, this goes on, the more I think that wears off on them. Um, they're safe because I don't know that anybody in their division can catch them. Um, and the Chargers are a mess. The Broncos got off to too much of a rough start. Uh, and the Raiders are, are, oh my God, the Raiders didn't score a point yesterday, which hadn't, which happened, hadn't happened since the Dolphins did it in 2007 against the Steelers in that game where it was so wet that they punted the ball and it just stuck in the in the mud. Do you remember this thing? <laughs> I do remember that. That was the last three nothing game we had in the NFL, but we had one yesterday. Thank you, Oakland and Dude, Minnesota for that. Was that an ugly game or what, man? And I had it up on one of my in fact, uh we had it up on one of our TVs, man, was uh just for uh for for poops and giggles, man. Zero zero game into what three minutes left? I really thought, and I was praying for this, Mark. I was hoping that it was gonna, going to go zero zero in overtime. It has never happened before in NFL history. They've had zero zero games end up zero zero because that was before they had overtime. But dude, would that not have been awesome? Zero zero overtime game, dude. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I was secretly <laughs> wanting that to happen, or you know, thank goodness. Somebody at the last minute decided to save us from the, you know, because I feel like if you get zero zero in the overtime, then I'm secretly wanting you to go zero zero and let let's let that be the final. <laughs> like if we're gonna be that bad, oh my let's, you god, know, let's just let's just not score any points at all, uh, you know. And uh, but it didn't it didn't turn out to be that way. So. Well, very good. Well, um, dude, I hate to do this, dude. I just, as I do, I look over at the clock. I'm like, ah, we're already into our second hour, dude. I, Jason said this. I agree with him. I want to real quick, dude, in 20 seconds or less. Tell me what you think. Best part about it, the Chiefs are going to very likely, I mean, they have to go on the road. It's going to be the first time in Patrick Mahomes' career that's happened. I like that. Let's see what he's really made of. What do you think? Yeah, no, I'm, um, I'm all for it. And uh, especially because right now, if somehow – I can just get the Ravens to lose some of this magic. All those games could be in South Beach, uh, perhaps. Maybe that would be really, really nice for me as a fan. But, uh, but hey, Merry Christmas, and I look forward to talking to you on Wednesday. In our, in our home and home when I appear on yes. your show. Uh, how did I do? Just a thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, your hand. You got a winning record. Whoa, 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 real quick. So, and I know I'm, I know I'm going over. Okay, so I'm stupid. Um, and we're supposed to only do six games, but I picked seven. I've wondered about of, that, dude, when we were doing yes, it. 
on your show. <laughs> it, it just felt like, and I knew we did one college game. We, got, course, we both Navy. got one wrong. We both got one wrong. I was thinking we should drop that one and then have the sixth <laughs> game. And and uh, we both have winning records, but we both have would both have better records that if, is if awesome. we drop that one game. But we'll we'll talk about that on Wednesday. I love it. That'll be on my home and home visit on uh, the Mark on the drive with Mark Panicelli Wednesday at five o'clock on two five two ESPN on one hundred seven point five. Dude, you're the best man. And of course, let me look here. Uh, Forty one minutes goes by like it's ten minutes when you're on the line with me, dude. Thank you so much. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, have a great Monday. Fins up, everybody. <laughs> Fins up, indeed. That's Mark Panicelli two five two ESPN. Uh, man, what, what a great, uh, visit with him as we wrap up our first hour in seven minutes, we're going to have Will Harold joining us here in just, uh, in, in less than a minute here. I did want to give you an update on, uh, we did everybody in hometown heroes, except for Dontrez styles and Georgetown. Uh, they, uh, lost 80 to 68, uh, against, uh, Syracuse. It was a really good game too. It was a one point game at the half. Uh, but, uh, Syracuse pulled away in the second half. And Trez had uh, seven points, five rebounds, and two blocks in 30 minutes. He started again as he has all season long. So there you go. That wraps up uh, the hometown heroes that we were doing 45 minutes ago. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the first hour of the Brian Hanks Show. Thank you to Mark Panicelli. Coming up in our second hour, Will Harrell, one of the coaches in the 919-252 football game and from South Nor here on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.